Hey there, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Michael Like Stuff podcast. We're back. It's another Survivor season. Uh, I'm recording this before tonight's episode airs uh, so that uh, by the time Joel and I get finished talking late tonight after a two-hour episode, I'll be able to just slap it together and upload it. and won't have to uh, be on my P's and Q's or get up tomorrow morning and do that or anything like that. So it's going to be fun. We're excited about new Survivor. It's awesome. A lot of other stuff going on. Grizzlies, second place in the Western Conference. That's sick. That is so sick, man. I, I have a lot of thoughts about that. Probably won't get to those tonight. Um, but yeah, so Madeline and I, my wife, it's my wife, in case you've forgotten in the long layoff of this podcast, just watched the latest episode of The Bachelor. Clayton E. is The Bachelor. He's a big oaf-looking guy, football-playing guy, Midwestern guy, and we're about to spoil what happened, so if you haven't yet watched this week's episode, then you should skip ahead to the mark listed in the details that are going to tell you when the next thing is, because we're going to about to talk to The Bachelor for a very short amount of time. So, Madeline is here with me today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So, Fantasy Suites episode. What did you think about it? I think the Fantasy Suites week is usually some kind of pivotal moment for a lot of bachelors, and this was no different except for that it was really different because Clayton went into this thing. He didn't want to fall in love with multiple people. Newsflash, you're on The Bachelor. That is possible based on what I've seen on seasons past. But the difference is he told everyone that he was in love with them, and he also had a big blow up with Susie at the end of the episode, which was mind boggling. From what I understand, Susie was trying to express where she was coming from, tell him how he was, she was feeling. And Clayton just like broke up with himself instead of letting her talk and say how she was feeling. He blew everything up and sent her home. And so I think he might have missed out on something really good for him, but I think she might have an awesome opportunity as the Bachelorette. So those are my brief thoughts. Thank you, Madeline. Would you say this has been a good season or a bad season? I would say it's been a good season. Thank you. Why? Because the stakes have been low, which has been a nice change from the past few seasons. It's been just more mindless drama. You do like the mindless drama. So thank you for sharing that. That's uh, the Bachelor update for everyone out there. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. Russell Wilson traded. Aaron Rodgers re-signing. Titans signing Harold Landry to a redonkulous amount of money. Grizzlies good. I'm playing golf a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of things that probably need to get into over the next several months but most importantly survivor is back enjoy me and joel talking about that have a good week see you next time for another episode peace
Hello, everyone, and welcome in to our podcast, The Clingers Have Spoken. My name is Joel Klinger. Alongside me through Zoom, is all, as always, is my brother, Michael. We just watched the first episode of season 42 of Survivor. Michael, how does it feel, man? When you were watching it, how, you just like, I, all these emotions were rushing back. It's like, oh, man, like I, I finally realized like, how much I missed this. Feels good, man. Drop the four, keep the two, because this is the second season we're recapping. Survivor seasons. I I really enjoyed the episode tonight. It didn't feel as amazing as the first episode of season 41 felt, just because it hadn't been as long since we've watched a new Survivor. Yeah. But it was awesome. Yeah. Um you know, it, it was interesting, like, it, like getting, getting a whole, it feels like it did feel like a little tamped down, I guess. Like, and honestly, like I kind of love the cast, but it's not like a really like loud cast. It seems it's a pretty like, uh, you know, calm, cool, no crazies, but like also like one thing I did notice there was only like one Greek God body type. And I love that. Like, these are like real people that look like real people. Like that's, that makes me so happy. Like, I don't know. Did you notice that? I noticed it when they couldn't get the boat on over the thing. (laughs) They've started casting regular, uh, people, men who weigh less than 120 pounds. Yes. And women who've never left the house, but they have made the challenges no easier. So it's just going to be some more struggle moments, probably some, some Heather moments on the way in season oh 42. Hopefully we don't get like 30 minutes of Jeff, like coaching them to the finish line. Right. You know, like you gotta drop the four, keep the, you guys, the second one to do this. We, we wanted you here for this. Just really dig. We'll only see it. If those people are going far in the game, I, I think if Heather was not, didn't make the final three, we, we wouldn't have seen any of that or final four or whatever it was. Yeah. But also like, I mean, watching it it didn't look like there were like any like crazy weak links either right like i couldn't find heather there was no one that just absolutely like ruined the challenge like physically at least right uh i think zach did not do anything in the challenge of note true and if that also like if the people who had sat out the immunity challenge had been in it we might have seen it like i think a mental lapse is like very like okay to do on survivor but like if you can't if you just like can't do it physically you're gone like you're done sorry like you tried you failed like that reminds me of like you know heather was terrible jatia was a nightmare like it's like there are just some people that just can't do it and i don't know like these people all like can kind of do it but not like really do it right Except for the one guy. This he was the one guy that his name like I didn't get. Who's like the big guy on the orange one? What's his name? Is it, what do you say, Jonathan? Jonathan. Is that Jonathan? I think his name is okay. Jonathan. Yeah, I wrote him down just as big guy. So maybe may change that. But yeah, so like he is huge. He's like prototypical survivor strongman. But he yeah, reminded me else? of Joel from Fans vs. Favorites. Oh no, dude. Dude, Joel, Joel, Joel did us a, like not a favor, man. Like he he makes he makes he gave Joel a bad name. Like I I don't ride with that guy. Like you know, like he's. I really hope I didn't get that kind of vibe from Jonathan. He seems pretty chill to me. Um, yeah, I'm just saying like size and like hair and yeah, 
all Joel that. was like a wrestler. That dude was like that dude was huge. Um, but yeah, like um, yeah. Well, I guess do do we want to either do we want to get into the episode first or do we want to get into the cast? Um, we can we can do whatever. We can do whatever. I mean, we'll talk about the cast as we talk about the episode. True. Because there's some stuff. I mean, we there's a lot of people we didn't really see or have anything to say about. So true. Yeah. Um. So like right off the bat, Daniel dislocates his shoulder like the first thing, like literally the first person to go run a challenge, and he's like, "Let's do it for short guys," and then he immediately dislocates his shoulder. You had a tour labrum where your shoulder had popped out. I've had my shoulder pop out. So I feel like we're actually kind of qualified to talk talk on this subject. It seemed like his shoulder was legitimately out for like minutes and like waited yeah. the whole challenge and he was just like holding it. You know, for our audience, like what is that what does that do? Like what does that feel like? And how incapable are you of anything after you dislocate a shoulder like that? I mean his so my, like mine when it has dislocated, it's uh it would always go back in like right. the ligaments were strong enough though torn to kind of push it back in naturally. I've never had to have someone shove my shoulder back into place, yeah. which, you know, for all the Donaldson people that are listening to this, I don't know if you remember this, but Justin Nips, when he was a counselor at camp one year, tore or dislocated his shoulder playing softball and Nurse Murray shoved his shoulder back into place on the field. Man. It was pretty crazy. Like, it was, when he, so it was awesome that we got to see, like, the doctor actually shove his shoulder back into place. You know, it was like, it was like, it was an injury that wasn't, like, super scary, like, he wasn't going to die. And we could actually see the doctor, like, actually fix the thing. And there's no blood, there was no, like, fainting. And I thought that was so cool to just see her, like, grab it and then just, like, there, there it goes. Like, there he, like, just like that little, like, two inches of movement. And he's like, oh, I'm good. I'm done. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get, let's get it. Yeah, I think it probably hurts really bad when in the moment. But then you're just so relieved that your shoulder's back in place. Like, I'm sure he was sore. I, and you could see kind of the rest of the episode he was favoring it. I mean, I'm you're sore for, like, weeks yeah. after that if you do it bad enough. So... We'll see what happens. Uh, he mentioned Stephanie on Heroes vs. Villains having her shoulder popped out. They popped that back into place on camera. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. But other than that, he didn't really do anything notable other than Madeline kept calling his shirt in the immunity challenge a dress. Did you, see, did you notice this? No. Daniel. It was just long? I, I don't know what he was wearing for bottoms in the immunity challenge, but it looked like, like his shirt was a dress. Like you couldn't see his bottoms at all after they got out of the water. Gotcha. Maybe it was just like underwear or something, but like he, I mean, he was wearing like a legitimate, like button down. Yeah. I don't think he was wearing a dress. It was a t-shirt in the immunity challenge that he was wearing a green t-shirt and it was like fully full coverage. It looked like you, uh, in fourth grade at church camp with your... Uh, <laughs> My meth destroys t-shirt. Meth, yeah, your meth destroys t-shirt. Yeah, man, good times. Um, that should be my headshot that we use for the... Um, yeah. <laughs> so so when 
when Daniel does that, like, you know, that was kind of crazy. And I think, I think people need to understand how actually painful that is because we have actually had our shoulders fall out of place and get put back in. And I don't know. And it's like really excruciating for like the second that it's out. And I don't know if you get used to it after a while, but for Daniel to like have his shoulder out running, like with his arm, just like alongside him, like that's, I mean, props to that dude. I mean, like, I guess he's had leukemia. So he's kind of like, I'm living. I don't really give a crap. Like, I'm just going to like, I'm just doing this. Like, I don't care how much it hurts. And it's like, that's sick, man. Cause I would be like crying. I would be like in the fetal position. I would be like, cause like a a second is enough for me when that happens. I'll stop everything that I'm doing. We've officially spent way too much time talking about this. I'm sorry. No one cares about Daniel. Daniel's not a fun character. I just wanted to make that clear to everyone. Um, yeah. So, okay. The, in the challenge, there's that, there's high Drea and Lindsay go and they, they like have to like decide as a group and they take so long. Okay. Like what were your thoughts on that? Cause I have thoughts on the actual thing, but, um, yeah. Like what were your thoughts on them doing it mid challenge? Cause I don't, yeah, that was super new. I thought it was fun. I mean, a fun twist, like made for good TV. I like that they like rubbed mud all over. The The blood was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. Like Lindsay, Lindsay had the actual brains to be like, I'm not putting blood on myself. Like, where am I bleeding from? Hi just like goes crazy. And they're like, are you bleeding? And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, are you okay? And it's like, do you not follow up with hi? Be like, bro, like, where did you get hurt? Like, where's your, like, where, are you okay? Like, let me see your scar. Let me see your cut. Let me see your whatever. Like, how do you not, I mean, yeah, fake blood was just so beyond real. And like it was crazy that they just had like vats of that stuff there. But yeah, man, the the fake blood got me. I was like, you're an idiot if you put that on yourself. Um yeah. Uh let's get into the the actual thing that they they actually won by doing that. Okay, so this is high Drea and Lindsay, and they get this amulet advantage where if all three of them are left and they use it together, they get an extra vote. If two of them are left, they get a steal a vote. And if only one is left, it's an idol. I personally love that. I love that because it's actually like not taking anything away from you. It's not taking your vote away from you, but it's also like low key putting a target on your back or giving you an ally at the same time. Um, And I think that's like, they were all like, we're going to be allies. We're going to be together. And then like the flip of it is like, but I'm like going to burn you so I can get an idol. That's, that is awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, just like from a game perspective, I feel like the way to play that, let's say all three of them make the merge, you have to get tight with the other one, at least one other one. You do not want to be the the third wheel of that three-person alliance because you're going to get voted out if you are. So you definitely want to be not the third-place person in that threesome. Um, but yeah, I thought it was cool. I like that it's called the amulet, like not, not, not something weird that they're calling it like amulet. Okay. That seems like it makes sense in a game with idols and that type of thing. Okay. I can get, I can get with the name of it. It sounds fun. 
Uh, I like it. I like advantages where people have to work together to use, um, or get rid of, or get rid of people to use like the legacy advantage. Um, so I'm down with it. Yeah. I, that was, yeah, that was, that was, uh, uh, sick. There was one after they do the original challenge, um, the green and orange tribes, I believe had to do the, the pots or the, the puzzle. And like Mike as the, as the big guy was finally like did the thing that no other guy was able to do last season and be like, I'm not, we're not doing the water. I'm I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like we're going to make, we're going to figure out this puzzle and we're going to be able to do it and it's going to be fine. And luckily for them, it was fine. But like, yeah, I think that they, after 40, like, so one thing we need to like think about is after 41, they're looking at 41 and like, uh, what could have been better? And they're thinking, we still have that triangle thing that they no one has done. Right. So we can just use that again. But they're like, we need to make sure they do it so that they're not just we're not just watching people load up, you know, tanks full of water. So they're like, instead of having two people like last season, it's one, but it's the same amount of water. So now you're making it twice as likely someone's gonna that they're gonna do the triangle puzzle, which I wanted to see last season. I'm glad that they did it. I wish that I could have done it before watching it because that was cool. Like I, I wanted to like pause it and watch it, but then I was like, "That's gonna take way too long" and all that. So yeah, yeah, because it's like is you know you got to figure like all the people that were like, "Yeah, I'm done." It's like, bro, no, you're not. You are not. You are not done. You have eleven. Are you kidding me right now? Like so. Like thank goodness. Like there are some decently smart people on this thing because they're just like, all right, I'm. Let's do it. I'm good. I got it. And it's like, bro, no, you don't. Like you're dumb. Like like triangles have three sides. You have to find everything that has three sides. It's not you, idiot. Um. But yeah, I really felt for Jenny. Jenny really held down the block and uh and for for Green Tribe. Um. Yeah, so there's there's a, a narrative that that I continually find in Survivor early in the show. There's always the older guy that's out of touch with his tribe and doesn't know how to handle everybody. And apparently this time it's Roxroy. Also, what a name, Roxroy. Like, is that his real name? Yes, that's his. I'm pretty sure that's his his real first name. And. I love that they were just calling him Rocks. So I'm just going to be calling him Rocks. Rocks. But yeah, that's way cooler. He, dude, he's acting. He's like, man, different generation. He's like 43, dude. He's not that old. Like, yeah, he's a he's like a millennial, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's like older I mean, millennial. Yeah, he's he's like not that old. I, I was like, what? What is this dude's deal? And yeah, I mean, he's the type of person that like. I was telling Madeline, I was like, they definitely shouldn't get rid of him because he's the only person on their tribe that could like lift a heavy thing in a challenge. But other than that, he would be so annoying to have around camp. And it's just like, he was obviously on everyone's nerves, but like, what are you going to do? There's like really heavy chests and stuff to lift <laughs> and like... Yeah, we gotta build this this house, man. Like, the, other need, two dudes, the other two dudes on the tribe weigh less than the women. Like they're yeah. like there's there's like he has to be they cannot get rid of him. If they like there is that talk that Drea and Tori were having and they were like, let's get raw. I was like, 
Y'all are so dumb if you do that. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, like Zach was like, uh, there, Romeo was like, how much do you weigh? And he was like, I weigh like 118. And he was like, I'm 112. I was like, oh my gosh, you are so skinny. Yeah, that's like, that's like bone on bone. That's like, that's like starvation type. Like, it, it's like, dude, like having two of those guys on your team, like, man. And like, David really struggled in like uh, his seasons. Uh, like, David, uh, I, forget, I don't David know his last Wright. name. Yes, he really struggled with his, and he was like a a shorter guy and skinny, but he was not like that skinny. Yeah, he like, was. Yeah, he was that skinny. Was he really? Yeah, maybe by the end. But like, um, yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy. We'll get into like the the tribe and like how they voted and how that all went down because I found that very interesting as well later. Uh, let's spend a couple minutes to talk about Jackson. Um, okay, so Jackson's a transgender man has a great story. And then Jeff goes to him on day three and is like, hey, listen, we tried. Um, yeah, it's just not going to work out. It's like, this is day three. That was bizarre. And like, he hasn't, he hasn't like passed out during a challenge. He hasn't, you know, shown any sign of like weakness or whatever. Except I guess like there was that one mention that Lindsay said like, hey, like I can't have you be in like, you know off balance or like you know thany or whatever and day three like does it really take you that long to make you were like we tried and we failed it's like bro what did you fail you didn't try like this is like this is lazy production you either take him out or you let him go like it doesn't make any sense to do that on day three i mean i kind of what i was kind of speculating to madeline when we were watching was you know, maybe on like a pre-COVID season, they fly out an alternate like immediately. But since you've got a quarantine for two weeks and Jeff said he didn't tell them until like two or three days before shooting. And that's just not enough time to fly someone out and have them quarantine. And so like, I'm wondering if they were like, I guess we have to roll with it. Like, I don't know if they have alternates out there or what. Yeah. But, like, I, I was, yeah, I thought that was so bizarre. And for a second there, I thought Jeff was going to be like, we, we're okay with you staying in the game. We just want you to know that at the first sign of anything, we're going to pull you. Mm-hmm. And instead, he was just like, it's just not going to work. And I was like, what? I, I, yeah, I was shocked that he got out there at all, and I wonder if they had alternates out or if they they didn't at all. I mean, that would be asking a lot of an alternate to come out and then quarantine for two weeks just in case something happens. But, I mean, what if somebody does test positive for COVID? Then what do you do? I guess that's why they haven't quarantined for two weeks, that even if you have it, you'll get over, you would have gotten over it uh, before the game started. But, yeah, I thought that was bizarre. Um I thought Jackson handled it really well, but like, yeah, I feel like Jeff is like, dude, if we had known weeks ago, this wouldn't even be an issue. And like, it was just the fact that he was like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's so like, I looked up lithium and like how long it takes to come off it. And I saw one website that said like, it takes like four months to like wean yourself off of lithium. Um, which if you told us like weeks ago, 
it doesn't matter. Like, like I feel like maybe he says like, I'm weaning myself off of lithium. And then you like, I don't know, like give him some lithium or something or like, or try to like navigate that situation with doctors, which I feel like if it's not like your primary care person that knows you and like knows your background, like that would be dangerous anyway. Right. Like I, that was weird to me. It was like, it was like either just don't let him go or, or, let him do it. I mean, I like, I, I thought that too. And my immediate thought was like, where's the alternate? Cause if like, if someone flew out to Fiji, spent two weeks quarantining as an alternate, and then they see that guy Oof. get booted on day three, yeah. I would be, I would be so furious. So maybe you're right. I mean, maybe they just didn't have an alternate, which makes sense. But like, I would, I would be fuming. Yeah. I mean, that was a really bizarre thing. I like, and I don't, I don't even know what else to really, what else there is for us to talk about. I mean, seemed like he would have been a great television character. So I'm yeah. kind of sad, but uh, sad for him. But also, like, I get what CBS is saying. They're like, dude, if somebody dies out here, we have to never do Survivor again. And that's True. just not something that they're willing to do. So, you know, I, I get that on Survivor's part. It's just kind of a terrible situation. Um, and I get it. Like, he didn't want to disclose that because he thought it would hurt his chances of getting on the show. And so there you go. But, yeah. So I guess um, the, what I think they probably would have had two tribal councils tonight had it not been for him going yeah. out. So maybe, uh, you know, somebody got lucky. He took their spot going out. Yeah. Um, so back to the gameplay. We still had Shipwheel Island. Uh, we had Risk Your Vote, Protect Your Vote, Mary Andrea, and Jenny. Um, Dre and Mary Ann risk it. Jenny protects it. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen. Toad, the um, most predictable. I, I said, this is what's going to happen is yeah. Mary Ann's for sure going to do it. Dre is for sure going to do it. And Jenny's going to play it safe. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, like I was really hoping Jenny risked it. I would have loved it for if all of them to just lost their vote because the rest of the time, like last season, they they no one has lost a vote yet, and that's really making me upset. It's like I feel like if you risk it, you should lose your vote. Like period. Um, so yeah, I mean that was that was pretty simple. Um, Jackson leaves. Marianne is like viscerally bawling. As Jackson is that leaving. That was ridiculous. Like this, like. That was ri- loud. That was, like, what is she going to do at tribal council when the, she, like, has known someone for more than two days and has to vote them out? Yeah. Like, that was ridiculous, man. That was absurd. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, like, because I know that, like, whaling and and stuff like that is more popular and, like, you know, yeah, it's northern, not very Western. Northern and uh, Eastern Africa, like they have like mourners and stuff that, that that's more normal. But like, I, I, you know, and like maybe that's something that I, I just don't understand. But personally, I was appalled. I, culturally, I was appalled that someone would <laughs> would wail like that. Like, if I was on her tribe, I would have been like. No, no, that's ridiculous. Like she was way more sad about it than Jackson was. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, side note, that was, that was odd. Um, in the, in the immunity challenge, we talked about it. They were like sh- on the struggle bus. Everybody was on the struggle bus. Um, but Orange Tribe did, did win. I mean, props to Orange Tribe. They had Jackson taken out who appeared to be one of their like stronger people. Right. I mean, like who's left like Mariah, a stay at home mom. You got the Greek God, of course, Jonathan, and then like Marianne. I mean, Omar, I mean, these are not like strong competitors. And I was kind of, I was thrilled that they won, but also like, dang, like they, they won. That's kind of, that's kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, I would have no, Jonathan is a total tank. Mariah is terrible at the challenges. (laughs) She had like, uh, I mean, legitimately, she probably had a 15 minute head start on that, like tie the sticks together thing and still lost. I mean, that was bad. So like, that's the thing, like. With this many, like, very average people in the cast, if you have someone like Jonathan on your team, you literally cannot get rid of them before the merge. You just can't do it. If you do it, then you deserve to get voted out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's something that I am I am really looking forward to seeing how this plays out with, like, there's not really any, like, stereotypes that that I can really see um, in terms of physicality, there's not really, there's going to be one target on that one guy's back on John's back. Like, I don't feel like anybody's going to go up against Mike or Roxroy in like an immunity challenge. I think, ah, oh, like, I don't know if I can beat these guys. It's like, no, you, anyone can, can beat anyone. I feel like in this, in this thing, except for, you know, maybe Mariah, but it's like everyone else is very like similar and maybe Drea, Drea may be pretty strong too. Um, so, Let's let's get into tribal and the blue tribe going into tribal. So like I wrote down all of the conversations that were had and like the narr- the narrative arc that played out. So originally, to my surprise, Swati met with Rocks and Swati was like, Look, just not me, right? I don't really care. Um and Rocks is like, Zach. No, so Rocks like, Rocks was like who do you want out? Like Rox was like not trying to say a name and Swati wasn't either. She was like, as long as it's not me. And he's like, if it's not you, then who's it going to be? Did she say like, Oh, like like, Zach maybe. Yeah. She was like, yeah, she was like, ah, like Zach. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was interesting because I feel like that conversation kind of shifted everything else that, that, that happened. Because well, then well, rocks. Wait, b- sorry. Before that, Drea and Tori went off, and they were they were saying rocks. They were going to vote rocks out. So yes, like originally, I had written down like the the original tribal lines that they wrote that they had were the three young and the three old, and it appeared to me that Drea was like about a about a bounce from Romeo and and rocks. And she was like, she was straight up like, let's get rocks out. Like, let's, let's do a Tori. I'm with you. And then Swati jumps. So it's like, okay, now, now Swati and rocks are talking. And then Romeo comes up and they're like, well, I think it should be Zach. And Romeo's like, oh no, he's like my B alliance at this point. And, and like, now the skinny alliance i think is what he said the skinny guy alliance something like that that was hilarious yeah so like i thought it was very interesting in these in these early lines where it's like 
everyone has these quote unquote alliances, but it's like you kind of have when you vote, you have to pick like one most of the time, unless you're like you get lucky or you're a stud. Like that's it. And like Romeo just had to had to bounce on Zach. And that was just the way it was. And like Zach and Tori flipped on each other so fast, I thought. Like it was like like Zach, the young people were just like so gung ho. They're like, yeah, I think this is I think this is it. And then like Zach flipped on Tori, and Tori got mad at Zach, and Swati was just gone. And it was like, wow, like that that alliance that was there for a day just like completely disintegrated. Yeah. So uh, I have some thoughts about Tori, but I want to I want to uh, see what you, what you think first. Tori very clearly reminds me of a fairly recent Survivor player, and I want you to guess who it is. Are you going to say Angelina? Yes. Oh, dang it. Yeah. She, she reminds me exactly of Angelina because she thinks that she is dominating the game and is so transparent to everyone else there. It was she just not. It was just they're even dressed the same. I'm pretty sure they're dressed the exact same. <laughs> They've got the she's not wearing like the leggings or the yoga pants, but she's got like the long pants. Like she's wearing like like kind of fun romper pants. Next, so like yeah. Next thing we know, she's gonna be like being like, Ooh, Drea, uh, can I have your jacket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her and it's crazy to me because she's a therapist, right? Like she told. How could she, she be told, a therapist if she's she, twenty four years old? Yeah. She should not be licensed well, yet. She's probably not, but I mean, it's easier to tell people that you're a therapist than say like I'm studying therapy. And then she was like, "But here's the thing: I'm going to big brain them even more and tell them I'm in like caretaking." And it's like, I mean, yeah, you might as well be because your social IQ, I feel like is not where I would want my therapist social like you to be if we're being upfront and honest. Because first, you go off for an idol and you're like, they're not going to know that that I'm going off for an idol. I mean, really? The next confessional you have is, so yeah, they figured out that I was going and looking for an idol. It's like, dude, you're... You're dumb. Like, like literally, I was. I literally said, like, Tori, this is so stupid. Every every season of Survivor has one idiot that goes off and looks for an idol, and you're you're literally explaining that exact premise. Like, you were like, everybody knows that don't go for an idol, but they're not gonna know that I'm I'm going for the idol. You're an idiot. You're you're so dumb. And it's like, how could you just be so blind and obtuse to like? think that you just because you're you you're not gonna get caught the ringer uh employee nora princiati tweeted out a meme today about uh the washington commanders trading for carson wentz that i think also applies in this situation but it was like it's it's from arrested development and it's tobias saying it's like people always think that they're different it's gonna work for them but it doesn't, but it's going to work for me. And that is exactly <laughs> what the Washington commanders did trading for Carson Wentz. And that's exactly what Tory was thinking. It's like, look, I know that people, I watch this show every season and people do this 
and they're dumb, but I'm smart and it's going to work for me. And it's like, dude, no, it's not going to work yeah. for you. Yeah. That was, oh my goodness. That was like, uh, yeah. I didn't want to compare to Angelina because it was so know. Angelina. Like that hurts, man. Like, it's like, I wish that she would just do better. And like a, a thing with a thing for the next episode, you heard her say like, it's clear to me my path forward. I got to take Drea out. And I was like, of all the five people in your tribe, I think that is a really dumb thing <laughs> because Drea has proven that she wants to work with you. Like what, on what planet are you on right now? Like that you feel like you are wielding any power in this game at this point. And you're there because you thought that you were wielding power and you are very much not like it hurts. It hurts to watch. Well, uh, you know, but before tribal Zach seemed like he was very much going to play his shot in the dark. And like, they even showed him like holding his shot in the dark before they go to tribal. So I was like, okay, Zach seems like he has a good chance of playing his shot in the dark. And then at tribal, he's like, I'm definitely playing it. And at that point I still thought Tori was getting votes. So I was like, Zach is about to play himself out. He's going to like, it's going to be like 3-3, three, three, and then he's going to play shot in the dark, not vote, and he's going to get voted out 3-2 or something like that. So it turned out it was unanimous for Zach, especially because he used his shot in the dark. So there was literally no votes not for him. But that, that um, I, I was like, man, Zach is going to play himself out. But it didn't matter. I guess he should have played it because he got five votes, so didn't really have a choice. Yeah, Romeo probably tipped him off and be like, yeah, I don't think I can, dude. Like, I'm sorry. And, and I mean, I think that's, like, pretty smart. You know, if you're ever going to play the, the die thing, I would say, like, the first tribal is probably a great thing, a great time if you're on the bottom because it's, like, you know, like, my vote probably doesn't mean a whole lot even if it's like, you know, unless it's a three, three split, that doesn't really help. And like, you're not really going to go into tribal with a three, three split. If anyone knows anything. Um, and like, I, I kind of like that because it's like, you know, I'm here, I might as well do it. If I get it great. If I don't, it's probably not going to affect the outcome. Um, so I kind of, I kind of love that because in the first episode, you don't really have an idea what's going on. So like I saw Zach play it and I was like sick, but I also knew it was going to fail because there was like so little build up to him doing that. Like there was no like stress, there was no stress level in me that was like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then like he does it and he wins and it, like, no, that was not going to happen. So I felt pretty confident that that was how travel was going to shake out um, once he played it. But yeah, I, I, I thought it was good. So you actually like did it. You, you disagree. Is that what you're saying? I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if I don't disagree with what you just said. No, I mean, I think he should have played it. Yeah. I, I hope that I was sad. Not many people played them last season. Yeah. And we only got two. Right. I was telling Madeline, I was like, it's kind of fun to watch the same people play this or d different people play the same game. But because they're different people, it plays out so differently. Yeah. You know, like we got to see the triangle thing and like, yeah, they they changed the rules on that a little bit. But like 
it'll be cool to see some of the same advantages pop up and see people how people act differently. Like, you know, um, the phrases idol is coming back. And mm-hmm. I am so thrilled to watch that play out with this cast. Like, I like because it had a lot of potential last season and it was entertaining. Um, but I, I mean, I think it'll be fun. New phrases, different people should be fun. So who do you, who do you want to get the phrases? Because the whole joy of last season for me was watching Shannon Ricard dominate with the phrases over Jeannie and then Nasir just coming in, just really, you know, awesome. It was like Nasir. Yes. This guy, like, like, I'm looking at this, like, who do, I mean, does anybody come to your mind? Like, oh, I would love to see this person get this phrases, this, this phrase thing. Um, I think the, uh, the white girl on the orange tribe that set out the uh, immunity challenge. Do you know who I'm talking about? On the green tribe? The waitress, the the young girl, the the girl who's like, I don't like sand, I don't like. Yeah, Lydia. Yeah, yeah she's I, on the green tribe. I think that would be fun. Um, Tori would be fun because she would like way overthink <laughs> it and be like actually really obvious about it. Yeah. So that would be the blue tribe, and then that leaves the orange the tribe. Orange tribe. And like Omar, yeah, Marianne. we haven't gotten a ton of Omar. I want more Omar. He's got good vibes. Like I, I, I dig it. You know, like he seems like a chill hang. We got a lot of Marianne this episode, so yeah. I'm hoping that. Not that I didn't like, you know, watching her on TV, but just like I hope that the ball gets passed around a little bit more moving forward. Yeah, we only saw like we saw her narrative and we saw Jackson's narrative uh, and Rock's narrative. I don't know if we saw and, anybody else's. Um, you'll have to excuse me on remembering oh Daniel. Name. We also saw Daniel's. Uh, we saw um, the girl that's in the National Guard and oh, goes Swati. To Swati, yeah, yeah. Uh, she had a little thing too blurb. Okay. She got her littleness uh home picture videos and stuff. Yeah. The firefighter guy, what's his name? Mike. Mike. He got his shine. Okay. So we're at six right now. So yeah. we've only got a few left. But like last season, I feel like they ran like through like three episodes and they had like backstory yeah. through the first few episodes. It's pretty cool. Like I it's pretty cool to to do like you know, I was telling Madeline tonight, I was like, I'm never I would never get on the show. Like yeah, I'm your too story's normal. not good enough, I'm man. Too, I'm too normal of a person, and like everyone has a story, but like my story's just not good enough. <laughs> you know, it's just not good yeah. enough. So I was like, I, even if I did apply, I would never get on the show because they've gone from. I used to like I would never get on Survivor because I wasn't a model or an actor or six foot two with a good beard. And now it's like, okay, now I won't ever get on the show because like, I don't have, you don't I have, don't like have this an, X factor. I, yeah. I mean, I, 
I've overcome um, like personal adversity. Everyone has personal adversity, but not widely acclaimed adversity. So, um, you know, unless yeah. something terrible happens, I, I'd rather nothing terrible happen and never get on Survivor. That's kind of <laughs> where I'm at right now. Yeah, but if something th- terrible does happen, then you can get on Survivor and like make up, make it up for it. Yeah. So you know, there you go. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the first episode. Zach, I voted out. I was totally fine with Zach getting voted out. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, Zach was fine. He was cool. Well, it seemed it seemed like there was a lot of room for growth from him. And so while I am like, yeah, I I wasn't that into Zach. This episode, like, I also wasn't into Cochran at first either. And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, maybe if Zach had stayed on, like, he would have had this really beautiful arc throughout the season. Uh, but he didn't. And he'll always be the first vote out, even though he wasn't the first person to leave the game. He'll always be the first vote out from season 42. And I hate that for him because uh, it sucks getting voted out first. I would if I thought I was in any danger of getting voted out first, I would play my shot in the dark, like pull out all the stops to not get voted out first. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like Zach and Jackson way more than I liked Sarah and Abraham from last season, or David, or whatever his name is. Eric. Um, Eric. Yeah, exactly. Eric um, slash Abraham. Yeah. So, like, I think you know, I like them both. They were fine, um, but I think the season's going to be just fine without them um, all of the characters seem interesting this season yes a lot i guess that's kind of the way it was last season but to me like like madeline and i just watched ghost island we just oh, finished that is I, the one season that i have not seen yet okay i won't spoil it i'll just tell you there's some characters on it like a lot of survivor seasons that you're just like i don't care like even mm-hmm. some characters that make it far, you're just kind of like, I do not care. Yeah. And so it doesn't seem like this will be one of those seasons. So it looks like a good cast. Um, and I'm excited for another season of Survivor. Yeah. Um, so at the beginning of last season, we did a uh, a, a draft or some type of, of pick them. Would you like to engaged in that sort of banter well now how about this how about we pick we pick a person we pick um a winner and we can have the same one but we pick a winner we pick someone who will not make the merge and we pick um two other people to make the finale. Okay. Sounds good. Winner. Let me think about Loser. Who we saw Pre-merge. tonight. And then finale. Sick. Edgic okay, well, subscribers to the Edgic um, world of thinking would say that we have seen a significant amount of whoever will win. Of course, after tonight. But, of course, if you watched 41, you then know that that season, it's not like we saw a lot of Erica early on. Yeah, hardly any. So, kind of makes you think, who's it going to be? 
Um, all right. Person, I'll, we'll just say person to not make the merge first. Okay. Are you writing this down? Yes. Okay. Person to not make the merge. I'm going to go with... Oh, um, I'm going to go with mom from the orange tribe. Stay at home. Mariah. Mariah will not make the merge. That's my, that's my pick for will not make the merge. So I was going to pick her and in the, in the trust of doing things differently. Um, you don't have to though. You can do the same thing. I think, but I will. I'm going to try to spice this up a little bit. I th- I would be pleasantly surprised because I think she could be chaotic and fun. I don't think Tori's going to make the merge. Like, I think she's going way too hard. And I think that, like, Drea's smart. She seems like she knows what she's doing. Romeo's the same way. Swati's like anybody but me. I don't see Tori making it out of that tribe. So I'm going to go with Tori. Wow. I hope she, we Tori saw, makes it far. She's going to be a fun character. She's high drama, man. She's uh, she's she's got her head on backwards, and it's fun to watch. Um, yeah. All Do right. you want to go with uh, finale or winner? Uh, I'll start with uh, I'll go finale. You go finale. I'll go finale. You go finale. Then we'll do winner picks. How about that? Sounds good. Okay. Finale. I am going to take. I'm, mm, you know what? I am going to take high for finale. I liked him. Yeah. And I, I mean, I literally, he was like one of the only person that I saw on Twitter because Ricard posted things with him. Ricard knows him, like knew him before Survivor. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, like, where do they hang out? Like, where do they pick people for Survivor? I like, don't know. Like, where, like, what, uh, what bar are they? I don't know if at? he's a flight attendant too or what. <laughs> um, that's interesting. I feel like High seems to be very well liked. So I, I feel like he could win or he could also give voted out like eighth or something or seventh or something. Um, it's interesting because, like, when we're picking finale, it's kind of like, some people are going to be drugged, dragged to the finale. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I'll go with... I'm going to go with Lindsay. Which one is that? She is on the orange tribe. Uh, curly head girl? Yes, okay. she got the advantage with uh, Drea and High. Okay, yeah, at the, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, yeah. Um, my other uh, finale pick is going to be. I'm going to take.
I, you know, I'm going to zag on what you said. I'm going to take Tori. Oh, snap. So, like, legit Angelina. You're taking I, that same, like, yes. route. Like, you see it. Yes. I'm taking wow. Tori. Who do I think is going to get dragged? Or be, like, slimy enough that they think no one's going to vote for this person? Um, I'll go with Lydia, the waitress who does not belong out there. Okay. Okay. That. Are you pick? And this is the third. So, like, are we picking three? Are we winners? This is picking winners. All right. Good. Um. So I'm gonna take. Oof. This is hard cuz I I don't I don't even remember everyone's name at this point. Yeah, this I mean, hard. but we're going to look we're going to look back at this and be like, dude, we were so dumb. So like, I'm going to What are we thinking? I'm going to take I'm tempted to take Daniel, but I think that might just because I can remember his name. <laughs> I can run it down for you, okay? So Romeo, Rox, Drea, Tori, Swati, Zach is God, Jenny, Mike, Hi, Lydia, Daniel, Chanel, Omar, Marianne, Mariah, Jonathan, and Lindsay. Ugh. There was a name in there that I was like, I don't have a clue who that is. Chanel, probably. Chanel. Yeah, I she's with no, Daniel. I have no idea who that is. Um, so I'm going to take... Uh, this is a winner. I'm going to take Mike. Wow. That's wow, dude. I'm going to take Mike. No, no, hang on. Wait. No, I absolutely don't want to do that. You don't want Mike. No, I can I take that back? Yes. I don't want Mike. After next time on Survivor, it looks like he's he may be this season's Brad. So yeah, he he kind of gave me like War Dog vibes a little bit. He seems like a really good guy. Just doesn't seem like he's going to be really good at Survivor. Um, I'm going to take Drea. I'll take Drea. That's smart. I I respect that. I respect that pick. I mean, she, you know, she's obviously a central figure in that tribe. Right? Yeah. Drea. So I've got Drea, Tori, and Hi in the finale. And I've got... Uh, who, do, who do I have to miss the... Not make the merge? Mariah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Irrelevant character. So I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so here's my pick. I'm in between two guys. But I think the winner of Survivor 42 is going to be Omar. Wow. Okay. His, uh, he, like, we saw, like, we saw a little bit of Omar, but he had absolutely nothing to do with anything. Right? Like. That's true. At no point, at no point was his storyline crucial. But we got, like, two or three confessionals out of the guy. 
and he seems to be with it. That's true. So I I'm gonna think that I'm gonna think that Omar and the Orange Tribe are gonna stick together pretty well and actually like hunt out the rest of the people. And Lydia's gonna sneak into the final three, and it's gonna be Omar versus Lindsay for for the for the championship. So and by finale, yeah. I'm just you get points if they're in the finale. In episode, the finale, yes, not the final yeah. tribal. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Cool. Awesome. Well, there you go. Uh, any anything else to add? I mean, next week, these these sneak peeks are so small. Like we're seeing so little for the sneak peeks for the next week, and it's just like random audio. And just they're just chopped in, blatantly misleading. Yeah. So yeah. you've got Tori saying, "This may be my chance. We need to get Drea out." It's like we'll I feel see. like they could put they could put her in every sneak peek, and it's just like doesn't tell you anything <laughs> no <laughs> um yeah well cool I, this is awesome i'm excited to be doing with you doing this with you again brother um and uh we look forward to seeing you next week for another episode and yeah the clingers Any- have spoken yes for my brother michael i am joel clinger and yes The Clingers have spoken.